Welcome to Parents Take 5, where we take five minutes of your day to share parenting and family tips that help you grow in faith. Here, we come to you in your car, through your headphones, on the go, while chasing your kiddos or texting your youth, wherever you need a little support in your day. I'm Jen Evans, an ordained pastor and educator with years of experience with children, youth, young adults, parents, family ministries, and I am also your host. If you have questions or ideas, you can find the Facebook group for listeners and follow us on Insta by searching for Parents Take Five. That's F-I-V-E. And check out ParentsTakeFive.com for more church and family resources or to find out how to request a virtual meeting, speaking engagement, and workshop. With that said, I hope you enjoy this moment of sanity and growth catalyst. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel for more tidbits on the fives. Hey y'all, it's Jen. I am so glad to be back. Uh, We have April feet with us today. Uh, co-pastor of Scott's Bluff, Nebraska, and writer and blogger and just a mom of teenagers. And she has uh, been on our pot on the podcast before with some wonderful thoughts. And so I had to bring her back because um, th- there's uh, one of her writings that just really spoke to me and um, to tears. And, you know, it's, I don't know, maybe I cry at everything, but April, um, I really want to talk with you about this. So thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Um, I'd like to read just a, just a bit from, from this, if that's okay. Um, and ask you a little bit about this. Um, it says, and I'll put the link, uh, in the podcast so people can, can check this out on one particular weekend. The weight of the pain I was carrying was crushing me. I stepped outside of my dorm room to give my roommate some space, and I sat on the floor in the hallway. Right about that time, a young woman I didn't recognize came walking down my hall. She saw me as she walked past, and then she suddenly turned around. She locked eyes with me, and she said, I know that look. And if I'm not mistaken, I've been where you are before. It turns out my RA had left town for the weekend and this young woman was on call for her while she was away. Tell me about uh, what that look was in there before. Yeah. I had gone through a, a season of my life where I call it a slow drift Mm. where it wasn't a conscious decision to move away from what was important to me. It was a slow slide. And as I I drifted away, I ended up um, finding myself in a really toxic relationship um, with, with a man who was older than I was at that time. And that relationship really wounded me in a way that I didn't know, I didn't have words for. And I also felt guilty because I was at a Christian college where I thought everyone needed to have their lives together. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be having these problems. We shouldn't be slowly drifting away from what we value. And so I felt like I had to hold it all by myself 
And as I was sitting in that hallway, I just felt oppressed by this burden. And this young woman approached me and saw me and she ended up telling me that she had been through something very similar in her life. And, and she said to me, she said, the prophet Isaiah says that there are going to be streams in the wilderness. And I believe that that is going to be true for you as well. Mm. And I needed that so much in that moment, that recognition that the place where I was, was really a crossroads. I felt like a barren desert, but God was getting ready to lavish the water of life on my parched and weary soul. And that really was a turning point for me. I don't even know her name. She probably doesn't remember me at all, but I think about her all the time and the way that she was attentive to where I was and what I needed and was able to share of herself in that way. And to me, it really was, I call it a new life experience. Um, we, we have these um, ideas around near-death experiences where you come to the brink of death and you see your life flash before your eyes and you make a change because of what you've experienced. For me, this was a place where I was in a, a burdensome, desolate place in my life. And I could see on the horizon, new life, new opportunities, um, God restoring what needed restoring in my life. And it gave me the opportunity to start over again. Wow. Uh, uh, it says here, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm flabbergasted by this. Um, and I think that there are women like that in all of our lives, um, if we pay attention to it. Yeah. Um, and I, I pray that one day I will be a woman for somebody. Um, it, and it says here that <laughs> it says, you're right. Uh, I needed to make some changes. I had a lot of work to do. But God had never stopped loving me through all of it. And God was right there promising to do a new thing. If only I would allow the streams into my dry and desolate heart. Yeah. Oh. I think that sometimes when when we've been so wounded or when life is so hard or we're going through a season where we're almost in survival mode, there is tremendous fear about making our hearts available mm. for God to send those streams because we're protecting ourselves. We're guarding ourselves from more hurt or more burdens. But what we really need is that healing stream mm. and and so in that moment, I was grateful for a person who could could speak that to me. There was something about that that made it feel safer for me. And, and I'm confident, Jen, that you've already been that person for someone else, because I, I just can see your insight and your wisdom and your care. Um, but in those moments, that moment of vulnerability, that moment, it feels like weakness. You mm -hmm. feel... Um, so small and like that rushing water could just knock you right over. Right. Um, but the process of opening ourselves up to it again 
makes new life possible, makes healing possible. And I think it's true. We have that opportunity often. I mean, for me, that was a very pivotal moment in my life. But I think we have small moments like that all of the time where God says, let me love you just a little bit. Um, Let me give you strength in this moment. And we're afraid and we think, I need to do this myself. I need to shoulder this myself. I need to prove I'm a capable adult. I'm a, a competent parent. I can do this. And God says, let me carry that with you. Mm. Yeah. And I, I think for many parents, as God is saying that, God speaks that through other people around us who yeah. want to carry that with us. Um and it's so hard to share that weight. Um, yes. It's so hard to do that, I think, um, because we want to tell ourselves exactly what you're talking about. We want to tell ourselves um, that we can do it. We're superhuman. I mean, we might be dying inside, but we're, we're doing it all. We're doing it. Um, yeah. And it's not weakness. I mean, it, it really is God sending a gift. Yes. Someone once told me that when we don't share our burdens with others, we make it harder for them to answer God's call to be the answer to our prayers. Um, you know, if, if I'm carrying a burden that's too heavy for me, but I never tell anyone, then that person doesn't have the opportunity to bless me in the way God wants them to. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the same is true. It's so much easier to help other people than it is to be helped. Yeah. But in helping each other, you know, we take our turns giving and receiving. That's really how we form meaningful community. Mm. If that doesn't preach, I do not know what will preach. So um, I might have to steal that for a Sunday sermon. Um <laughs> April, I think you're exactly right. Um, Helping each other is exactly how we do that. And thank you for reminding us of that. Um, Really, thank you. Because parenting is just hard. It is so hard. And families are different. And, you know, every family is different. And every family has different struggles. And, you can't really understand what another family is going through. Um, And all we can do is really support each other. Um, So kick the judgment to the curb, right? And just be there. Um, Thank you. Uh, Thank you. So I guess uh, for me, you have really challenged me to, uh, see how God is speaking and through who, you know, is God speaking through um, and how I can pay attention to that uh, and see that as a gift. Um, So what would you tell parents who are the girls sitting in the hall? Mm. Oh, that's such, oh my goodness, that question. Um, sometimes you might feel overwhelmed and burdened by 
all of the expectations you're carrying, all of the hats that you're wearing, um, the many things that you can't let go of. You know, if you've got a sick child or you're going through a particular struggle and there may not be a way that someone can help carry that burden in a physical way, but there are people, there are other people, um, parents who have been there before, um, grandparents who, who remember those days, who can see you and speak life into you and offer you that place of healing and, and wholeness. And maybe the burden they share is just you sharing your heart, even if they can't take the actual burden away, but they can make it feel a little lighter. Mm. It's great insight. Thank you. And I will, again, y'all, I'll put the link um, with the podcast so you guys can read this. Get your tissues ready. Not going to lie. Get your tissues ready. Um, as always, your writing is amazing. Um, and I am continue to be grateful that you share that gift with us. Um, thank you. Thank you. And may God bless you on all the ministry that you are up to sister. Thank you. And may God bless you and yours. <laughs> all right. See y'all. I hope that you've enjoyed having a few minutes to help you recenter refocus and reflect on family and faith as you think of questions or ideas that you'd like for me to explore on the podcast check out instagram and the facebook group to reach me i hope that you'll take five with us again <laughs>